Welcome to the third one sucks sophomore slump, where we rank every record in a discography from first to worst. I'm Dan. And I'm Sun. And he tastes like you, only sweeter? What are we listening to today, Sun? Today we're listening to Infinity on High by Fallout Boy. Infinity on High is the third studio album by American rock band Fallout Boy. It was released on February 6, 2007 as a joint release by Island Records and Fueled by Ramen, with Patrick Stump on lead vocals, rhythm guitar and piano, Pete Wentz on bass guitar, backing and unclean vocals, Joe Troman on lead guitar and backing vocals, and Andy Hurley on drums and percussion. Produced by Neil Avram, Babyface, and Butch Walker, and recorded at Past Studios in Los Angeles, California. What's our review this week? Well, son, our album review this week comes from Amazon Customer Reviews. From one Timothy Smothers... Not Timothy. Timothy. No O. <laughs> Timothy. Uh, Tim- Timothy. My good man Timothy here reviewed this uh, on February 19th, 2007 and said three stars. Sigh. Do you see the cover on this album? Much like the sheep you are just following the flock. Fallout Boy is good for the target audience, 14 year olds, much like the Backstreet Boys. This band is meant to be loved by little scenester emo, quotation mark, kids, who think their lives is so terrible. There are so many band better than this, why waste time on it? Oh, well, what do I care if you don't like real music? Go ahead and have your mommy buy this for you. This band will disappear when their pretty looks fade away. So enjoy them while they last. Four people found this helpful. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. I feel like the review really digs in, but like you still gave it three stars, like right? <laughs> Not even like two or one, just three. Like okay, <laughs> this man had has a lot to unpack. It's two thousand seven, and he's a man in America. One, mm-hmm. two. But it's still three stars. He's still going to be like, I guess, like, if you're into this, it's fine. <laughs> wow. Timothy, I hope you're doing better out there now. I hope you are a better man than you were a boy, is all I'm saying. <laughs> or maybe he was a whole man. Can you imagine if this was, like, a 30-year-old man leaving this review in 2000? Oh, my God. Sir, me- people in bands can be pretty and be good. <laughs> like- yeah, they can be both. It's okay. <laughs> they can't be both. You don't have to pick one. <laughs> Thank you, listener, for joining us for another episode of The Third One Sucks Sophomore Slump. If you are, for some reason, new to this, if you saw that we were doing this and said, I want to jump in on the third episode of this pilot series, here's how the show works. It's kind of like the main show, except for we listen along to the record when we're talking about it. So it's like audio commentary, but by people who had nothing to do with actually making the piece of media. What is your experience with this record, son? My experience. I, this is another one. It kind of goes back with the, the album that we talked about last time, uh, from Under the Cork Tree, where this, they're kind of grouped together for me because whenever I got into Fallout Boy, this album was already out. So this was just kind of in the rotation of songs that I listened to, you know, because I just looked them up on, on YouTube and would watch the videos. So I can't really remember a time when I fully listened to the album all the way through until after 
like Fallout Boy came back from like their break, and then I got back into them again, and then I went through and started listening to all their albums like, com- like in, in a row, completely. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this one kind of goes hand in hand with just me staying up till three a.m. reading books, uh, probably Twilight, <laughs> uh, and listening to Fallout Boy. So <laughs> no, that tracks. This similarly, this record is also uh, kind of goes hand in hand with from under the court tree because. That record came out in 2005, but I was still on the Jesus train. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I only had that, <laughs> this CD that just says secular written across from it. Uh, please listen to our old episodes to understand the context there, listener. And uh, so I didn't really get these records until, like, let me retrace my steps here. The bad breakup happened in fall of 2006. And it took me a while to kind of, like, unpack all of all of that. And so mm-hmm. this would have been like right around the same time. And I think I ended up getting these two records, if not on the same night, right around the same time. Uh, it would have been around like 2007 when I kind of lifted that whole, like, why am I only listening? Why am I only listening to this kind of music? I need to like expand out and like, this is, this is dumb. I should get out of this bubble that I've been raised in. <laughs> right. So yeah, um, similarly, it kind of takes up kind of the same space, mm-hmm. except for even at the time, I largely preferred From Under the Court Free Mole. Oh, interesting. Nice. I, can I go back to when you said uh, the Jesus train? Because I just mm-hmm. imagined Jesus in like a conductor hat and him going choo-choo mm-hmm. all aboard mm-hmm. for salvation. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus in a conductor hat is an interesting mental image. I I love that mental image. I would love just like a ceramic train with Jesus hanging out the window. Like I don't know, like a whole little set of like a railway that leads up to the like, Salvation it's Mountain. It's like Christmas. You know how some people yeah. have Christmas trees with the train, but it's got Jesus in the train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had it we had the train growing up around our Christmas tree, so I'm really surprised it wasn't a it's Jesus just train. Jesus. Like that seems like they must just not exist because if they did, I would. We also, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe if I, when I tweet this episode out, I'll post a photo. But I, I come from a very white family, but we have, for reasons unbeknownst to me, a black nativity. So we put out our nativity scene every year and it's the blackest thing that's ever been allowed in my parents' house <laughs> uh, to put any kind of um, barometer on what kind of folk my folks are. And uh, I know one year I put all the nativity people like on the train that we use for <laughs> for Christmas and did a whole little photo shoot with them. And it was absurd and hilarious. I think some of it's still on my Instagram. <laughs> if anyone can go find my Instagram, it's out there. Incredible. So I'm all for mixing because trains. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Trains actually cool as fuck. Mm hmm. Oh yeah. Maybe this is a hot take. I don't know. But trains, trains have always been like a whole vibe. A Jesus train, less mm-hmm. so. But trains are cool. Yeah, trains are cool. I've never been on one, but love to go on one someday. I have never been like on one long distance. It would always would have been like. So we went to, and this has nothing to do with Fall Out Boy. So bear with us, listener. But. <laughs> 
as a kid, we would like go to Branson, Missouri. That was our thing that we did because it went by precious moments and it was the, it was the jeeziest thing you could do without, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, I, I often call Branson like Las Vegas for Christians. Um, <laughs> that's just the vibe it gives me. And so we would go there every year and we would go to like all the theme parks there and walk around and see attractions and stuff. It's like Nashville's too far to drive. We don't want to go to Six Flags, mm-hmm. uh, but we want something wholesome, I guess, for the whole family. So it was precious moments. And then that, and uh, we would like ride the train around like Silver Dollar City. But like, that's the, that's the closest I have unfortunately gotten. I would love to just ride a train across the country when my body is willing. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I've still never even flown in a plane. So like, <laughs> Same. Travel. Oh, really? I've never met anyone else who's never flown in a plane. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe one day. Yeah. I have taken numerous road trips and been like... Me too. Trade-off driving duties, but like... Mm -hmm. Never been in the sky. I've not never taken one of the big metal skybirds anywhere. Oh, I don't... I don't know. My caveman brain says, these should not be flying. (laughs) Like, Like... I don't understand how something giant and metal can just be soaring through the sky. I mean, I know I told this to a friend one time, and she just looked at me and goes, "There's jets on the plane. Like, there's like it's being propelled through the air." And I was like, "I know, but like." <laughs> anyway, still never flown in a plane. <laughs> I want to live in a world where we never figured out jet propulsion, and so there's just like a system of levers and pulleys, and people are just like flapping big metal. <laughs> bird wings through the air like it's something that da vinci crudely drew up in like the 17th century or whenever the fuck leonardo lived it's like one of those paddle boats that are on like little ponds and lakes where you have to like do it with your feet but you have to help you have to do 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 do, like with your feet (laughs) full flintstones air travel just would be incredible anyway we should probably get into this record proper let's do it we will leave the Link to the album on Spotify in the description below so you can sync up with our podcast while we listen along. If you do not own it at home, uh, we will do a countdown from three, two, one, go. And then on go, we will all press play. And then we will listen to it all together like a great big family. <laughs> Feel free to pause here if you need to get everything queued up. Otherwise, son, are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right. And we will press Play on go with three, two, one, go. I'm so excited. I, I really like this album. <laughs> I think... <laughs> just gonna throw it out there. I think this low-key might be the best song on the record. <gasps> Interesting! Featuring Jay-Z for whatever reason. It is. I, I didn't realize that that was Jay Z. Yeah, that's the whole. I just want the whole record to be this vibe, as I think why I have such a mm-hmm. contentious, like. And I feel like the other singles from this record are also in a similar vein. So, like, why mm-hmm. isn't the rest of the record that? Ah, uh, interesting. We're like, just coming out swinging. <laughs> Yeah, this song, like, it starts off with those chugs. It's, like, almost easy core. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, right in that right. Like, pocket. Easy core. 
it, I do like it as an opening song because I think it's great. <laughs> it's got a killer melody? Yeah. Right? It's such a good opening song. trying not to sing along right now. <laughs> I, it's going to be a problem for this entire show. <laughs> oh, it's so difficult. For whatever reason, during that chorus, I just picture a lot of people around like a, like a fancy table giving a toast. And I don't know mm-hmm. why, but I do. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I see it. Yeah. 100%. That makes a lot of sense. There's something just like regal under the surface there. I don't know where mm-hmm. it comes from, but that's the way it strikes me. Oh, I, I agree 100%. It does have that sound. It's almost like celebratory. Yeah. But like, it's kind of chill about it. Because like, I don't know, I find myself kind of like, it's not like I'm like bouncing up and down in my chair. It's kind of like I'm like swaying side to side while my head yeah. is kind of like bopping. Yeah, I'm bobbing and swaying. That's... That's the whole mm-hmm. vibe I got going on as well. <laughs> and then the head gets a little more bouncy in the chorus. Of course, of course. It's just so good. They did really... I think they started this album great. Yeah, definitely starting this record off on the right foot. It, it's such a vibe. I just want more of it on the record. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Yeah. I'm sure we're going to talk about this as it goes on. This record feels like a weird, like, middle child (laughs) in their career (laughs) to me. Where, like, yeah. I feel like they're, they, when they execute on the stuff that came before, like here and with some of the singles, it, Mm -hmm. it really does feel like they just took that stuff to the next level. I agree. Oh, I love this song. I I had this song. Do you remember how they made a guitar hero for the Nintendo DS? I I had God. I had this I had this song on my guitar hero for my Nintendo DS and I fucking loved it. I would I played that song over and over again. So now I just imagine myself in the back seat of my parents' suburban with my little earbuds in, playing this song on a on a Nintendo DS. Fair, but it's such a good song. I forget that like there was even a DS version of Guitar Hero. It's so tied to those like <laughs> plastic guitar peripher- like peripherals mm-hmm. um, to me that like. And even, like, the DS one, it had that, like, cartridge you plugged in, right? And it had the little buttons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It did. Okay. It plugged into where the Game Boy Advance game slot would go. So if you yeah. jiggled your DS too hard, it would mess up the whole game. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Was this on one of the, like, the big chonky DSs? And, or, like, the DS lights? It was a DS light. Okay. At least I worked on my DS light. So I had a little... Little pastel pink DS light. Ooh, oh, look at you. That's high fashion. <laughs> high uh, fashion. This song, I don't think we've seen I, the title. This is the takeover, the breaks over. Go ahead, what were you gonna say? Oh, 
I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. I, another song title that has a comma in it. Yeah, how do we feel on the Fallout Boyometer as far as this title goes? That it's this is I have dyslexia and this title I never read it correctly. Okay. I don't know why my brain cannot read this title. I'm like, the takes over the break over, and I'm like, nope, the take over the breaks over. But then there's no apostrophe after breaks or the the ks. So I'm like, is it is it the break is over or the multiple breaks over? And I don't know why I'm <laughs> I have such a hard time know. reading it. I don't know. <laughs> I never can keep the apostrophe right for possessive or not possessive. Like, it seems like it just changes whenever it wants to, in my mind. <laughs> That's okay. I still can't spell definitely, so... <laughs> I can't... The word that I have to Google without fail every time... Uh, apologies for getting bully listener. Is diarrhea. I will never, for the rest of my days... Remember where that fucking H goes in diarrhea. <laughs> this is the part where I say there's an H in diarrhea. Right? <laughs> there shouldn't be, but there is. And if you forget it, people will knock you. <laughs> That's like the word exhausted. I still, I can never spell that correctly. What? I don't know yeah, what it is. It has Because I don't H know where the too. H goes. Yeah, the H's get me. Oh, but on the Fallout Boy barometer, I give this a two out of five because it's not okay. that wild of a name. Yeah, that's not I don't think. I don't know. It's got apostrophe. Apost- no, it's got quotation marks in the comma, which is a little mm-hmm. bit, a little fun. But it's just, I don't know. It's a song title. <laughs> this is, uh, I believe, the first single from the record. This ain't a seam. It's an arms yeah. race. An arms race. An arms race. I can talk. I love this song. I love this song. (laughs) They went, like, this is like a weird, funky sort of, like, direction they took this song. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I love it. Look, it's good. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. It just was definitely out of left field coming from, like, Mm -hmm. previous songs. Agreed. I think it, it. It's great. I've told my best friend, I said, if there's not someone dressed like Patrick Stump at my funeral doing the little scene for the music video where he's walking around singing in front of, like, the grave, the grave, I'm like, I just please, please have someone dressed as Patrick Stump at my funeral. Hopefully, by the time at, at my funeral, I'll be very old and no one will know what I'm talking about. But I hope someone fulfills that wish. <laughs> I want someone dressed like Patrick Starr at my funeral from Spongebob. I don't... I don't have a reference for that. I just would love, like, someone just teary-eyed in the front row of my funeral dressed up like Patrick Stump and no one to ask questions. I was just real good homies with Patrick Stump. That's it. Yes. I, I don't think we mentioned that the first song on this record is just called Thriller, which takes some cojones mm-hmm. to name a song Thriller right? when Michael Jackson's Thriller is just ubiquitous in culture. It Right. It is just like, a, well, we're just going to do it. And I, it almost mm-hmm. feels like if you're going to do it, it's got to be the first song on the album. Fair. Also, I think... can I just say the line? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, go on. 
the line I wrote the gospel gospel on giving up. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what it is about that line. That like good. it's so good to me. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those like when you're driving along in your car and you're like listening to the song and you're like your hand goes up in the air and you're like yeah like as you're singing it. <laughs> At least that's what I do. <laughs> Oh, I love this part. I just see him in the music video. Like, this, mm-hmm. it's so connected, this song and the music video for me. Like, okay. it's hard to separate the two. I see. I'm that way with, uh, fucking sugar we're going down, so understandable. Mm-hmm. Patrick's little like spoken word part there where he's just like hey I'm gonna act like I'm preaching to a, a literal choir here um oh, it's is better so than any spoken word segment that Pete Wentz has had mm-hmm. in any of these records <laughs> I agree I agree uh, <gasps> I just had to restrain myself from clapping though at that like little bridge part and I was like oh don't mm-hmm. clap <laughs> cause I always clap along oh, with that part yeah that's fair. I love the way that song ends. Yeah, it's good. Uh, this song is called I'm Like a Lawyer with the Way I'm Always Trying to Get You Off. Which is... It's a long title. Okay, Pete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe a little on the nose there. Mm-hmm. How does it rank on the Fallout Boyometer as far as song titles go? Fallout Boyometer. Ah, uh, I mean. Oh, I just almost started singing along. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> like a 2.5? I don't think it's too wild. Okay. It's, I mean, it's long, but yeah. it's, I don't know. I think I, I tend to rate them higher if they're like a little funny or I don't know. But this one, I'm just like, eh, okay. Sure. It feels like. They're like, what would the title of a Fall Out Boy song be? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, ah, this. Well, and there's your problem. Because you're judging it. <laughs> See, your sample size is too small here. Because <laughs> if you look at other songs, they are named like, you know, somebody who wants people to remember the name of their songs would name them. Mm-hmm. Whereas Fall Out Boy goes, I guess I just don't fucking care about that. <laughs> Right? I can never remember the title of their songs. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Uh, I would give this a three and a half. I'm going to give it a three and a half out of five. Nice. How do you I, feel about this song? I, you know, I think... I think the melody is great. Honestly. The melody, like vocal metal here, like in the... the but like in key. Uh, is real mm-hmm. good. I the the lyrics fall flat for me. It feels really so repetitive and formulaic to me personally. Even though the melody is very good and very strong. Mm-hmm. I really like this song. <laughs> no, that's fine. I think if I was like in a no, yeah. If I was in like a like post breakup, I probably really loved this song. 
Like I can see that being my opinion at the time. Oh yeah, it would hit. It would hit different. Um, many many years <laughs> removed from initial exposure to the song. I don't know. It just feels like because it is just this line over and over again for the chorus. I see. I don't know why, but I think I'm very okay with it being okay. kind of repetitive. I don't know why. Because it's almost like, I don't know, it's catchy, and it's one of those ones where you can sing along with it right away. <laughs> and so you know the words, so it's fun because you get to sing along for, like, most of it. But, uh, I don't know. I think I think this is one of... It's a very underrated song, I think, for me at least. For okay. Fall Out Boy. Like, I really, really like that song. Uh, I like the next song, honestly. <laughs> The, I think, like, if for that last, like, I think just if they had two verses in the chorus rather than just the one repeating, it would have changed mm -hmm. my feelings of that last song. That's but fair. They don't, and it's just like a little, a little too much. This is Hum Hallelujah, which I think is one of the stronger mm -hmm. songs on this record, honestly. Oh, it's great. I, I really like this song. I feel like so far this album, it's just like, it's like solid song after solid song. Mm. I think it's been pretty good so far. I think in this latter half is where it starts to dip for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like, oh, this song, the lyrics too. Like, it's got some good ones on there. Mm-hmm. And it's still, like, bouncy, this song. It's just fun. And also being able to... Because usually whenever I listen to music loudly, it's in my car, so I don't um, bother my neighbors. <laughs> and this is one of those songs I'll put on in the car, and I'm just, like, shouting at the top of my yeah. lungs. I'm just like, oh, hallelujah. <laughs> and it's just... It's fun. This part is immaculate. Oh, it's this, perfect. It's... Yeah. And, like, the, like... It's what it is is it's they said we're gonna do sugar we're going down but but like more that's what the song is oh it has some very similar like little chunks and pieces in it you're right and that's probably why I like it so much but even where it differs I enjoy it like during the course it has that bit where like it has the it does the thing that I really like where it's like we have like a single like. Uh, guitar line in the background that's just like consistently playing through and then there's just like mm -hmm. it's punctuated by uh, the second guitar uh, and like the bass like dropping in and out right and it, it does that in like a really good way to where it lets it breathe mm-hmm mm-hmm and then it goes from that right into the like the immaculate like second half of the chorus here Like this oh, is it's this so is what good. Fall Out Boy is in my head. Like this, yes. This is this is what I want out of this band personally. I'm just sitting here. I'm I'm vibing. I'm jamming. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, and when the drums like come in, <laughs> when he's not like doing the little fill, it's just so good. <laughs> oh, 
when just like everything drops out and it's just him singing. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so good. I feel like I keep saying that, but like, I really like this song. Yeah, it's good. They, <laughs> they utilize dynamics so well in this song. Mm-hmm. This is the song, if I ever see them live, I'll be like shouting, you know, Hell like yeah. my arms in the air and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll get to see them live, finally. <laughs> and I'll be very prepared after, after this, <laughs> after yeah. our in-depth reviews of all the albums. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be prepared. I like this, like, it just kind of, like, pulls everything out of tune. It's like this weird dissonant vibe going into the next song. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. This is this song is titled Golden, which is the least Fallout Boy song title I think I've ever, it's true. ever seen. It's just one word. Thriller's the same way, I guess. True, but Thriller feels a little more bold calling, yeah. <laughs> calling a song Thriller. Do do I like this song? I don't know. Interesting. But okay. I like that they had the audacity to just stick a right. piano ballad in the middle of this record. Mm-hmm. And not make it like the ending song. Because mm-hmm. usually just people throw the the more softer chill song on at the end to kind of wrap up the album. Mm-hmm. I I think my feelings about this song, it's good. And I really do like it, but I think throwing it in the middle of the album, it -hmm. feels a little out of place, especially after coming out of Hum Hallelujah, where it's like this, like, incredible, like, it just, it's firing on all cylinders, like, it's great. And then we Mm kind of go into more of a slower one that, while I love this song, I think, I kind of think it maybe should have been the album closer or like the second to last song. Yeah, I could see it as like a penultimate sort Mm -hmm. of jam, like next to last song, and it worked pretty well. Or even like second to last, like or like yeah, like the next to last, the next to next to last is what I'm trying to say here. Right. (laughs) Whatever's before penultimate, Uh uh, I could see it there. And like you know, they only did the like dissonant like pitch bending at the end of Hum Hallelujah Mm -hmm. because we're pulling into this song next. Right, but right. sticking this between "Hum Hallelujah" and "Thanks for the Memories" just like you it's want like, people to skip this. Exactly, right? that's what I was about to say. It's like it's like asking for this song to be skipped because right. you just want to go to "Thanks for the Memories." <laughs> but I mean, it's it shows um, Patrick's Patrick Stump's vocals like incredibly. Like he's so he's got such a great voice, and I <laughs> I do love a good ballad, especially a piano ballad. I'm a sucker for piano stuff, but I just don't, I don't think they should have placed it between Hum Hallelujah and Thanks for the Memories. For sure. It was a bad choice. This is, uh, Thanks for the Memories, but it's spelled Thanks for the Memories. <laughs> thanks for the Memories. Thanks for the Memories. <laughs> How are we going to rate that on our, on the scale? On the Fallout Boyometer? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm giving that a five out of five. I agree. Five out of five. It's also, five out of five song. <laughs> Songs I love good. this, this song. Is, this feels in place with, like, Dance Dance. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, pretty sure doesn't the the video come I'm pretty sure the album oh sorry, not the album, the video starts where Dance Dance ended. Or I could be wrong about that. They do that for one song, don't they? I don't remember mm-hmm. which so maybe it was this one. It could be misremembering, but Cause it's because it's got the monkeys. It's got the monkeys <laughs> got the in monkeys. it. And it's got Kim Kardashian. And Pete Wentz with Im- immaculate eyeliner. I can men start wearing eyeliner again, please. I big fan of that. <laughs> I I support anybody wearing eyeliner 100. percent I hope whenever they do, and and plenty of people do mm-hmm. now, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Primarily folks in the queer community. Yes. But wait. Okay, that's real good. Anyway, I had to yes. I had to let that part happen. <laughs> Unabated, but like, if we can do it without recreating, like, the, the toxic masculinity while mm-hmm. it's just adopting the aesthetic of femininity that happened during yes. this era, that'd be great. I think we're that doing it I, better now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree, because we're calling it eyeliner and not guyliner. Guyliner, stupid. <laughs> just so stick, dope. You really just stick a man into anything, like to save their poor feelings. It's ridiculous. It's. It's really, really dumb. But that, the part where it just like drops out and goes, ooh, like the ooh mm-hmm. part. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> this song is uh, a set of circumstances that lead up to and follow the one night standoff line for me. Yeah. Everything else is tertiary to that one moment to me. Mm hmm. I put a note because whenever I was listening to this earlier, I said, this song feels gayer than I remember. Like, <laughs> and I was listening to it and I was like, oh, ooh, this is that why I like this song so much? It, I do think it's, look, we, we've already hashed out Pete Wentz's sexuality as much as I think it's comfortable for anybody who's not Pete Wentz to do on mic. Correct. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, come on. <laughs> it's real good. He's telling you in this song, he, he's kissing dudes. Good for him. And good for him. Mm-hmm. I still kind of want Pete Wentz hair. Like once, whenever I mm. first cut my hair short, I went in and the next day my boss just looked at me because I had on like a military jacket, like military mm-hmm. style jacket on. And he looked at me and goes, okay, Pete Wentz. And I was like, no, no, no. You mean that as an insult, but that's a compliment. <laughs> but you're validating me. Yeah. This song is called Don't You Know Who I Think I Am? Which I'm giving a three and a half on the follow boyometer. Oh, it's a 4.5 <laughs> for me. I think it's okay. good. Yeah. I don't know why I like it. It does something in my brain. I'm just oh, like, it's, mm, that's it's good. good. I just think I've seen other people name songs something similar, and this is only just That's a little. It's just a just a little extra, as opposed to a super extra. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a jam. I don't. It's not super memorable for me, but it's fun. I like the claps that are happening right now. Oh, I, yeah, I love a good clap because I love to clap along to songs. <laughs> <laughs> Because I want to be that person if I ever go to a live show. I want to know where the claps are, and I want to, I want to nail it. 
I want to be that person that knows exactly how many claps. I don't know why, but it's I've always been like that. <laughs> so when I go to the shows, I can exactly know where to clap. Incredible. Yeah, like, I don't know. Claps are on a record specifically for you to recreate them on. That's, mm-hmm. that's why they're there. They're there yeah. for you to put it up. Like, while you are bobbing, like, dancing back and forth, hands above your head to clap on beat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it gives me something to do with my hands because I do not know what to do with my body when I'm at a show because I'm not like, I don't want to dance and I'm not really a jump up and down and I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. So please, please let me clap along to a song so I don't feel so awkward. (laughs) The answer is you just vibe. It's just whatever feels good. I guess that's true. (gasps) When you're at a show, shows are for like, uh, music culture of what clubs are to every white girl you just go in and vibe it's whatever feels good in your body <laughs> that's what you do there you go i've been i've still been trying to learn that because i i didn't get to grow up going to concerts and going to shows mm-hmm. and stuff so i only started doing it really in like my oh god like mid-20s mm-hmm. so now that i'm finally I, I mean and then we had a pandemic happen but i was starting to get into it and slowly getting more comfortable being at shows so hopefully the next one i get to go to I'll be, I'll learn more how to do the vibing that we're speaking of. (laughs) And it's like, it's a process. It's, it's hard to not be self-conscious about yourself when you're surrounded by strangers who, you know, want nothing more than to feel superior to people around them. So yeah, no shame if, if like, (laughs) that's a hard thing for people to do. Mm -hmm. I just want to empower all of your impulses, listener, to be like, Whatever feels good, do it. <laughs> right? I agree. This song is called The, in parentheses, After Life of the Party. Which... I don't know. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> I, I you think... could have tried a little harder. <laughs> it's like a two on for me. Uh, Song-wise. Uh, in terms of it being like a good title, it's like a one. In terms of being a Fallout Boy song title, it's like a four and a half. <laughs> I do. I love when there's a parenthesis in a song title. Hmm. But this song, it's it's a song. It's fun. It needs that chorus needs something. Make it a two line chorus instead of a one line that you repeat mm. four times. Because then when you get to repeat it, it feels good and not like you just did it three times. Right. Oh, that's, yeah, that's fair. I agree. You're going to, like, I know our brains are wired to, like, repetition. So, like, that's why a lot of pop songs are written this way. But Mm -hmm. you are, at least in my opinion, you are setting yourself up for fewer replays. And there's something so satisfying about whenever the chorus has two lines and like the second line is very similar, but there's like one or two words that are just a little different. It's Mm. just, I don't know, it makes it more like punchy and fun. And I love when the words change up just a little bit. Yeah, sometimes you can have fun. You can do like a nice turn of Mm -hmm. phrase and you can you can use the second half of that chorus line the same in each line. But the first half of it changes the meaning of the words that came before it. Like, there's a lot of cool things you can do with it, and 
I know that Pete Wentz is a pretentious enough lyricist to like <laughs> know about this as yeah. like, a writing technique. So mm-hmm. why are you doing it? Was this a studio decision? It may mm. have just been a studio decision. Right. This, and I mean, there's always the song that you don't finish till the last minute. And maybe this is maybe this was that song. Maybe they're just kind of like rushing to finish it. <laughs> or it's just kind of like, oh, good enough kind of thing. Because I mean, yeah. I can't imagine writing an album and having to go with like just detailed through every song and make sure it's perfect. Like, mm-hmm. especially for how long this album is. Yeah. It's like, this, what, 14 songs? Four, 14 songs. It's a long album. Which is like the length that records were in like the early 2000s. So I think they're still trying to hang on to that like... Right. Like 12 to like 16 song record length that used to be like the average. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's been all over the place through the decades. If you looked at like... like 10 to 12 is like a 90s thing and then like 80s mm-hmm. like 70s 80s were so like 8 to 12 sometimes you got real like short records mm-hmm. and now we've come back around to where like 10 seems pretty good like 10 to, right. we're, we're now back into like 9 like 9 to 12 range not I don't ever quite see mm-hmm. them as short as 8 without being EPs but same yeah yeah this song's called The Carpal Tunnel of Love, which is a bad title. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a bad title? Really? <laughs> you don't... It's... It's too on the nose for me. Oh, I, I was gonna say five out of five song title. Oh no, it's a five out of five Fall Out Boy title. It's just not good. <laughs> oh, I I think it's... Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's funny. And that's... This is like a, the song mm-hmm. title that I always remember. Yeah. I don't know why. I think since my mom has carpal tunnel, <laughs> it makes sure. me think of my mom for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love a bad pun, even though it's not even really. It's, does this count as a pun? I think it's just more like wordplay. I like I love bad puns. Listeners know this about me. If they know <laughs> one thing about me is that I like bad puns. And even this one is just you can do it. Maybe you want to take a second <laughs> pass at that one, Petey. Maybe just one more go around the bin, which. We're going to stop here? Oh, okay. Um, you're sure? <laughs> I don't know. This this song is, I think, as a whole, pretty math for me so far. I was going to say, I think I like the song title more than I do the song. Like, I think the song title is, like, kind of funny and, like, kind of punny and snappy. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I listen to the song and I'm like... Okay, like it's solid, mm-hmm. but I feel I always feel really mean saying that I would probably skip it on the album. It's fine. It's, you're not gonna I hurt. Would... <laughs> they are drowning in money. You're not gonna hurt Fall Out Boy's feelings. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, if, I forgot that there was there's unclean vocals. Yeah, there's some screamies. Okay, well, I mean, maybe I forgot that this was a song that had a little. Little screamy. I think his screams are even bad on this record. It's. Is this who's screaming? Is it Pete Wentz? It's Petey Boy. It's old Petey oh, Boy. Is? He does the screams, right? Does he? I I didn't know. Yeah, you read it at the top of each of these episodes. Oh, I did. You're right. <laughs> I'm 
Sorry. <laughs> My brain, I forgot. But yeah, he does do the ugly vocals. I don't know. I kind of, maybe it's like a nostalgic thing for me, but I love kind <laughs> of like, I see this in the nicest way possible, like old shitty screamy emo songs. Like they're so poorly done and they're very cheesy, but there's something about it that just like, I don't know that feels nostalgic and that I like. So it gets a little bit of an extra for that, but it's still kind of maybe a skip song. Sure. I also think the song title is better than the song, and it was not a good song title, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I ha- I ha- First of all, we're on to Bang the Doldrums, which is a title. <laughs> um, I yeah, also like it is. the like old screamy emo bullshit, too. Any- I think anyone who spent more than... <laughs> Like ten minutes in a car with me knows that, but uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just I don't think he executes on it as well as he wants to. I feel like Pete Wentz just wanted to That's say fair. he does something other than write the lyrics and and play bass. And that's yeah. Well, come on. Uh, we've already been over how nobody remembers basses, and I feel like Aww, I, I feel like Pete bass. knows that. <laughs> And so I was like, I need a thing. I need to have my own thing that makes me stand out. And he chose uh, <laughs> eyeliner and... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be kind. Um, perfectly serviceable screams as his. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... I See, I didn't say a bad thing, but like... I said it like it was a bad thing. That's how you get around it. <laughs> That's what I've been taught in the South. <laughs> right. It's the bless, bless your, your heart. heart. <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. I think <laughs> if it was between this song and the last one, mm-hmm. and like you had to cut one on the album, I think I would cut the Carpal Tunnel of Love and I would keep this song. Because the, oh, 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 I really like that. Yeah. I'm a sucker for gang vocals, it's, and that's what's saving it for me, because mm-hmm. otherwise it's very middle of the road, too, for me. I agree. It's almost like they, this record could have been, like, four songs shorter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I forgot this is in the song. Oh, yeah. I hate this. <laughs> It's the it's the voice he takes on, <laughs> sir. You're a whole man. I I know that we're targeting twelve year olds in this demographic, but you're a whole man, and you you can be emotionally vulnerable without being that performative about it. Mm-hmm. I was thirteen when this came out, so. <laughs> Right. I don't like it because it sounds... I don't dislike it, rather, because it Mm -hmm. sounds quote-unquote whiny. I dislike it because Mm -hmm. it sounds fake. It sounds like he's putting... And, like, it's... They're playing music. It is a performance. But, like, it Mm -hmm. sounds super performative. Right. It doesn't sound like that's how his voice would naturally sound in that moment. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I, I see where you're coming from. Because everyone knows I listen to whiny bullshit. Wonder Years are one of my favorite band, and so it's fine. (laughs) 
I was about to say, I mean, I still kind of like law disputes, so like, <laughs> I can't yeah. say anything. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fine. Uh, this song is called Fame Less Than Infamy. I I don't think this is one of those titles you're supposed to say out loud. You're supposed to just look at it and know what it means. Is it supposed mm-hmm. to be uh, Infamy Over Fame? Is that how I'm supposed to say it? I don't know. Oh, maybe. I have no clue. That's the way my brain reads it, but if I have to read it the way it's typed, it's fame less than infamy. It's like a, it's the less than symbol, listen. See, I always read it as just fame infamy. Like my brain just removes the less than sign and says, yeah, we don't know what to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) But I like this song. I like this break beat. That's happening right mm-hmm. now. It's like a little oh, dancey. Get your get your ass yeah. going. It's a lot of fun. Uh huh. I'd like more of that from Fallout Boy, honestly. Yeah. Surprisingly few break beats for how dancey some of their stuff is. Mm hmm. I feel like their newer stuff is a lot dancier. Sure. Well, they're like a pop band now. They've they've exactly. done a full transition. Yeah. I feel. And I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm very okay with new Fallout Boy. I think they're great still, but I'm also just easy to please. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard most of those new records. I've heard like singles. So that's going to oh, be I'm an adventure. Because <laughs> after this record is where we're leaving my comfort zone for this band. Oh, see, after this record is where it is my comfort zone. Because I know more of those other ones. Perfect. Like the next album. The next album used to be the album that I would like run to. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like transported back to like running while we're listening to it. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, what was on my like running playlist when I would go running all the time? Because I used to love running. Like, I can't, you'd have to explain to people like, no, running is actually great once you get used to it. Like it's actually, right. it feels so good. But it's, it is it hell does. when you first start. I get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think my big running record was that uh, the band Hit the Lights. Not mm, mm-hmm. uh, what was the name of that record? It was the one after Skip School Start Fights. What was the, what was the run after that called? It's like where they started like branching out and doing. <gasps> Sorry, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, goodness. I'm racking my brain trying to remember. Here's what we're going to do. See, I've never listened to Hit the Lights, but... Invicta was the name of that record. Oh. That was, like, one of my running records for whatever reason. Nice. 2012 was when I was running a lot. This song is called You're Crashing, comma... But you're no wave. Oh, I love this song title. Not gonna lie. I, <laughs> I also feel like this could have used another pass, Pete. <laughs> it it's feels like, like you got 60% of the way there and gave up. Yeah, you know, that that's a fair assessment. I still think I'd give it like a 3.5. Hmm. It's got a comma in it. Yeah. And I don't know, I just like... I like songs with commas in them. <laughs> mm. 
Oh, I like this song. Oh, I love, I love a song where Patrick just gets to do like a fun, like little thing with his vocals. Because mm -hmm. that's when I'm in my car trying to sing along and I sound ridiculous, but yes. I'm having a good time. You hit, you hit none of the falsettos that he does, but it's fine. You're, you're just there to <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm just driving to Target to go buy cat food. Like, I'm not performing. <laughs> I like that. I like this little, like the, like the layered, like, almost like, yeah, choral vocal effect there. Mm-hmm. That was fun. It is. Apparently, that is the Los Angeles Master Corral? Coral? Corral? I wanted to say Corral, like Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they apparently do the crowd vocals, so yeah, that was. It is choral vocals. It's literally that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Nailed it. Got it in one. I'm like <laughs> trying to say the one. word choral. <laughs> but now I'm thinking of that. The. The. Oh, from The Walking Dead? Yeah, The Walking Dead. Yeah. You know that's still on TV? I, I think it's still probably, going. It's, um, I <laughs> Listeners, at this point, you know how I feel about zombie fiction. <laughs> Which is, I stopped caring in, like, 2004. Yeah. Yeah, it... I think I stopped caring. It's probably later for me because I was probably still mm. in high school. So I think probably when I was like 17, 18, I was like, okay, I think I think that's enough. Yeah. But I did have my Shaun of the Dead phase. Oh, yeah, well, Shaun of the Dead's a good movie. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> True. I remember seeing Warm Bodies. Did you ever watch Warm Bodies? I saw that in theaters with my boyfriend at the time. I have not seen Warm Bodies. I had fun with it. But it's been a long time since I've seen it, so... That's the one where, like, the boyfriend comes back from the dead, right? Yes! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's absurd. It's absurd. Sounds like it. If you're gonna try and get me to consume zombie fiction, though, that might be the way to go about it. piano. Ooh, Ooh, I like the way the bass comes in and does the <laughs> That's a nice little bass line. Yeah. Ooh. I kind of like the horns. It's... It has this, like, very... We're on to... I've got all this ringing in my ears and none of my fingers, listener. But it has this very, like... I don't know. Like... 80s like bounciness to it like early 80s like mm -hmm. it feels like a montage song for a movie Ooh. where like you're packing up and you're getting ready and like you're about to go to the fight yeah but not yet but you're getting ready for the fight like I'm lacing up my shoes yeah I may be lifting a weight a single Ooh, look at me I'm getting I'm getting buff <laughs> I put my hat on backwards. I'm getting ready. You get, that's when you know they're serious. When you flip that cap it's around. 
I think the chorus is good, but it kind of loses the energy, I think, mm-hmm. that we have in the, like, the verses. But I don't know, it's still fun. It's alright. Feels... His vocal melodies have, like, this, uh... I'm begging you to look at how good I am vibe to it. And I want to push back against that just immediately. Just to be like, <laughs> all right, shut up. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think these are like two different vibes. Mm-hmm. The verses are like, I'm getting ready for the fight montage. Mm-hmm. The chorus is like, it, <laughs> it feels like. I don't know. I didn't win the fight montage. <laughs> like it feels, it feels more like down. I don't know. It just feels different. Interesting. It's like a little melancholy. Oh, but yeah. I still kind of like it. It's kind of a vibe. Coming around on it. It's just, I think I like singing along to this song. Mm -hmm. Because anytime Patrick does anything nuts with his vocals, like right there, the da 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 I'm like in my car going na-na-na, like (laughs) just singing along, having a good time. But this is so much better. True. What's happening right now is delightful. Oh, it's so good. This is like, the verses feel like a song that I'd put on whenever I wake up first thing in the morning. And I'm making myself, like, a good, like, egg sandwich. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? <laughs> no, yeah. It's, it's like, breakfast montage. Like, you, you're getting up, you're putting toast in. Hopefully not burning the toast. Maybe that's what happened, is he burned the toast on the choruses, and he's just like, no, how could I have let this happen? He's like, those are my last two pieces of bread. That's all I had. The world is a fun... <laughs> You're very talented, Patrick, but... You're like, we get it. <laughs> it's, it's just, to me, it gives off, like, metal guitar solo energy, where it's just like... Interesting. We get it. We, we get it. You're very proud of your manhood. <laughs> now press repeat. Now press repeat. Well, that was... We did a record. We did. We did it! Yay! Yay! We did it. One of these days, I'm just going to put in, maybe you're hearing it right now, listener, just like a crowd clapping when we finish one of these. Because we're always very excited, but then the, like, the vibe is actually just silence here. <laughs> uh, let's see. God, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. Uh, like I was saying before, it's one that, like, I, back when I first got into Fallout Boy, this is, like one of the two records that I purchased. Mm-hmm. I still like a lot of it. I, what, how do you feel about it as a whole? I think I think it is a really good record. I think you can. I feel like you can tell that they had that they were feeling pressure coming off of from under the cork tree. Because mm-hmm. um, like I For can't sure. imagine trying to follow up such a big record. But I mean, yeah. it's got. 
it's got some like really good songs on it. Like I mean, thanks for the mm-hmm. memories. Um, like oh, I just completely blanked on every other single song. The one we just listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but I think I love thanks for the memories. I think that one's really mm-hmm. great. Also, oh yeah, Thriller. I forgot. I really like that one. Yeah, that one's fun. Um. I feel like it opens the album really good, but also I think the album might be a little bit long. Yeah, it's still... Because it's like 14 tracks? Yeah, it's still too long. Still, some of these tracks could have just gone. We would not miss yeah. them. Especially in this like later half. Once again, they hadn't learned mm-hmm. that lesson yet. Yeah. So it's got, it's got some good ones on here. But... For sure. I think I, I go to play the singles off this album the most. There's not, okay. like, a song that's not a single that I'm like, mm, gotta listen to that one, you know? Ooh, interesting. At least that's how I feel. <laughs> I like Thriller. I really do wish they just had more, like... They start records so strong, and then... Mm-hmm. I think because they want to try so many different things, especially this album is, like, where right. they're just like, what if we tried 50 different things on one record? Um, <laughs> exactly. Not all those are gonna... Land, not all of those are going to be gangbusters, so... <laughs> I mean, at least they're trying, I guess. And maybe they'll dial that in as they continue through the discography here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess if that's all that you wanted to say about the album itself, we have to rank these now? Oh, yeah. That's what this show is. That's, <laughs> that's what the show is. We rank, that's we true. rank things. Do you want to go first, or should I? Uh, yeah, I can go first. Okay. Um, I always forget how we do these. So, I think my ranking, I'm going to put... Um, okay, so Take This to Your Grave is at number three. And okay. then I'm going to do... I think I'm going to do this one at number two. So, I'm going to put um, Infinity on High at number two. And then I'm going to put From Under the Cork Tree at number one. Because I just, I don't know, I feel like From Under the Cork Tree had some more, like, heavy hitters. It's like mm-hmm. some real solid bops. Like, this one's good, but I don't know. From Under the Cork Tree goes up just a little bit for me. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't think they ever quite hit the highs on this mm-hmm. record that they did in that one. My list, I think, looks exactly the same. My number three is... Yeah, take this to your grave. Number two is Infinity on High. Number one from under the court. I feel like... Nice. I feel like this is objective fact at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what are we listening to next time? Well, next time we'll be listening to A Folia Du. The Third One Sucks is a retrograde orbit radio production. If you like the show, make sure to rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. It really helps us out. Follow us on Twitter at the Third One Sucks or email us at the Third One Sucks at gmail.com, where we can chat about episodes and take your suggestions on what you would like us to cover in the future. That's the the number three RD One Sucks at gmail.com. If you aren't already tired of our voices, you can check out our other projects, including Mindful Self Indulgence, where Dan interviews folks about the media that has most impacted their lives, and Mount Olympus, where Mark and a panel of friends watches and reviews the Hercules and Xena television franchises, along with the rest of the Retrograde Orbit Radio family of podcasts at RetrogradeOrbitRadio.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again in the sequel.
I want you to come out of the back room in a cowboy hat just <laughs> once with a busted computer and say, <laughs> my achy breaky parts just once. <laughs> Thank you.